Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh. Wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlil fala hadiyalah. Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa nashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu. أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم ان الاصدق ان الاصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my dear respected brothers sisters elders The topic of my khutbah today is the connection, ta'aluk. The message of Islam is to remind all mankind that they have a Rabb to whom we are directly connected without the need for any intermediaries or agents or intercessors or facilitators. When we speak, he hears us. When we ask, he gives us. He created us, sustains us, protects us, tests us, helps us, rewards us, and to Him is our return. To Him we turn for all our needs. To Him we tell our story. Before Him we shed our tears. To Him we complain about those who oppress us. And above all, Him we thank for all that He gave us. Our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu is very close and personal. We know him. We are in awe of him. We bask in his glory. We marvel at his magnificence. We delight in the variety and complexity of his creation. And we love him more than we love anyone or anyone, anything else in this life. This was the message of all the prophets and messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the ages. From Adam alayhi salam all the way to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, the last and final messenger after whom there is no Nabi and no Rasul. A simple message of love and warmth and comfort and mercy. That is the message of Islam. Islam is a deen of connection. The purpose of our creation is to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jalla Jalaluhu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ In Surah Dariyat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, And I, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have not created the jinn and mankind except that they should worship me. إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ is also understood in the meaning of إِلَّا لِيَعْرِفُونَ So that they know me. We enter Islam by accepting that connection when we declare the shahada. The shahada is not a statement of information. It's a statement of a relationship between the abd and his rabb. 
we reiterate this in every rakat of every salah compulsorily at least 17 times a day in the five far salawat when we say iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in we only we worship only you and we seek help only from you ya rab that is to reiterate the relationship by saying oh allah i am yours i belong to you i ask only you for help because i am yours so i am asking so help me allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the reward for that connection allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said fadhkuruni azkurkum you remember me and i will remember you just reflect on this what does it mean to have allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remember us which means to mention us on his arsh what does that do to us i say this again and again and again all the time by all means when you read the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you thawab will give you rewards but the purpose of the nuzul of the quran is not to get rewards the purpose of the nuzul of the quran is to connect with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there and thereafter to follow the quran in our lives the reward is a perk it's a benefit that's not the reason for it so think about this allah is saying fadkuruni azkuruk what does that do to my heart to know that my rabb jalla jalaluhu is mentioning me on his throne and remember this is not my claim it is not somebody's claim it's not some you know ashiq 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 allah or something who is saying my allah no this is allah himself saying this abu huraira radhiyallahu anhu in the hadith of qudsi he narrated that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says ana inda zanni abdi bi Allah said I am for my slave just as my slave thinks I am I will do for him whatever he thinks I can do for him So I believe that my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu can forgive and can cover me and you with his mercy and we ask him for this inshallah And then the hadith continues and Allah says and I am with him if he remembers me If he remembers me in himself I too remember him in myself and if he remembers me in a group I remember him in a group that is better than his and if he comes one span which is this distance from the finger to the thumb if he comes one span nearer to me I go one cubit nearer to him a cubit is from here to here elbow to tip of the hand and if he comes one cubit nearer to me then i go a distance of two outstretched arms from this end to this end and if he comes to me walking i go to him running this is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to appreciate the value of zikr it is the basis of building a connection We cannot claim to have a connection with somebody we don't even remember or mention. So know Allah. Remember Allah. Mention Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala often because that is the proof of being connected. Just think about the masnoon azkar, the azkar muakkada after the fard salah. Where Rasulullah used to recite astaghfirullah three times, then he would recite ayatul kursi, then he would recite subhanallah, alhamdulillah. Allahu Akbar 
For most of us, we either don't do any of this. We simply stand up, pray sunnah and go. Or if we do it, we do it in such a urgency, such a hurry, that we do not even pronounce the words correctly. Just one, 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 one. What is that? And please remember, if you are doing that because you are in a hurry to go or do something else, remember the one who will make that something else happen is Allah. So you sit here peacefully. If you are in a hurry, then do the zikr even more slowly, even more carefully. Because then, inshallah, by the time you reach there, your job is already done. Because the one to do the job is not you. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored all those who are connected with him and called himself their wali. He promised to guide them out of the darkness of ignorance and fear into the light of his knowledge and peace and security. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allahu waliyu alladhina manu yukhrijuhum minazulumati ilan nur waladhina kafaru wa uliyauhum attaghut yukhrijunahum minan nur ilan zulumat in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah is the wali, he is the protector, the guardian of those who believe. He brings them out from darkness into light. But for, but for those who disbelieve, their awliya, their supporters and helpers are taghut. They are false deities and false leaders. They will bring them out from light into darkness. And those are the dwellers of the fire and they will abide therein forever. It is this connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that guarantees the muttaqi, the one who has taqwa, a way out of every difficulty and provision from sources he cannot imagine. The key to the connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to develop taqwa, to put Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first, to decide everything based on whether it pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not. When we put Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps us in ways we cannot imagine. The road to taqwa starts with istighfar, with seeking repentance, and is lighted by the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. Islam means submission to the will of Allah in all matters. Not sometimes, not selectively, but always. Selective obedience is disobedience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Talaq, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجَةً وَيَرْضُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَزْبُهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which means, and whosoever fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and keeps his duty to him, he will, he, Jalla Jalalhu, will make a way for him to get out of every difficulty. And he will provide him from sources he could never imagine. And whoever puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he, Jalla Jalaluhu, will suffice for him. Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accomplish his purpose. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set a measure for all things. The muttaqi does not remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes. He remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time. Therefore, he is always in the shade of, the, of Allah's mercy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to his dua when he finally, when he calls on Allah. Finally, when we die, the first thing that we will be questioned about is our connection with Allah. Man Rabbuk, who is your Rabb? That again is not a question asking for information. It's a question about our relationship. The Malaika are not asking who is Rabbul Alameen. They know. They are saying who is your Rabb? 
that is the relationship that we need to build it is this connection which can only arise out of unfailing obedience that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised and which gave ibrahim alayhi salam his special position as the khalil of allah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said id qala lahu rabbuhu aslim qala aslamtu li rabbil alamin when his rabb said to him submit he said i have submitted myself as a muslim to the rabb of, of the alamin all that exists اقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا كما امر ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله فما بعد فقال تعالى ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد nobody knew or was connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than his blessed honored prophets and messengers my favorite story in the quran about this connection about this connection is the story of ibrahim alayhi salam as a young boy and his conversation with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recorded and reported to us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said wa id qala ibrahim rabbi arini kayfa tuhyil mauta qala awalam tu'min قال بلى ولكن ليطمئن قلبي قال فخذ اربعه من الطير فصرهن اليك ثم اجعل على كل جبل منهن جزءا ثم ادعوهن ياتينك سعيا واعلم ان الله عزيز حكيم الله سبحانه وتعالى said told us and which means and remember when ibrahim alayhi salam said my rab show me how you give life to the dead and he allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said don't you believe he ibrahim alayhi salam said yes of course i believe but to be, but to be stronger in faith so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said take four birds then cause them to incline towards you tame them then slaughter them cut them into pieces and then put a portion of them on every hill and call them and they will come to you in haste quickly and know that allah is almighty and always now just reflect on this ayat think about this ayat put yourself in that place see this happening this is simply a conversation between two the boy and his rab it's a normal conversation it's not somebody calling on allah in panic ya rab ya rab help me no this is a normal conversation between the abd and the rab this is little boy and his rab from the nature of the ayat allah has not mentioned the age but from the nature of the ayat my guess is maybe he was ibrahim alayhi salam must have been maybe 10 12 years old something like that so he says oh allah show me show me how do you resurrect the dead then see allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's response allah doesn't just answer him right this is how i do it no allah says what you don't believe What does that tell you? What is the nature of that relationship? Uh, oh Allah, show me. What? You don't believe? 
and see Ibrahim alayhi salam's response. Oh, of course I believe. I'm not doubting. Of course I believe. Allah knows whether he believes or not. Why does Allah ask him? This is the relationship. This is the beauty of this relationship. So Ibrahim alayhi salam says, no, no, of course I believe. But show me. Rasulullah said, The report is not the same as the inspection. So he said, No, show me, so my faith becomes stronger. Rasulullah said, If Ibrahim had to say that, we have, we have even more right to ask. Huh? But how will we ask if we never talk to Allah? Again, I'm not talking about making a dua because I need this, I need this. Dua is alhamdulillah. Allah But we have become beggars. We're only asking, Allah, Allah give this, Allah give this, Allah give this, Allah. No, please ask, no problem. It is not haram, it is, it is jayas, it is ibadah. But when will you talk to Allah? Yara, how did this happen? See a sunset, subhanallah, Yara, this is your khudra. Every second this changes. I'm not asking anything. I'm just glorifying my Rabb. Every second it changes. We have one painter, one artist who makes a painting and he says, Oh, subhanallah, what a, look at this artist. Musawwir. Huh? This is the issue of a relationship. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to his Nabi who was later to be a Nabi, but at that time he was a little boy. I remember the words of St. Augustine. He said, faith is to believe what you do not see. Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of faith is to see what you believe. The reward of faith is to see what you believe. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jala to show himself to us on the day of judgment, inshallah. This is the greatest of the rewards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah will look towards us and Allah will allow us to see him. Jannah, Jannah is nothing compared to this. There is no Jannah. Jannah has no value compared to this. And why do I say that? Because when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the greatest punishment for the disbelievers, for the munafiqeen and so on, Allah does not say, I will put them in Jahannam. All this Allah says. But what does Allah say? Allah will not look towards them. لا ينظرون Allah will not look towards them. Allah will not, لا يزكيهم. Allah will not purify them. Jahannam is not required. The disbeliever, the munafiq standing there and his rap pays no attention to him, does not look at him. I remind myself and you, let us build this relationship. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives Ibrahim alayhi salam a project. He doesn't just, doesn't just answer him the question. He gives him a whole project. 
Think about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have simply answered the question, right? And Allah told us in the same surah, in Surah Al-Baqarah, another story about another man who made the same kind of demand. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أَوْ كَالَّذِي مَرَّ عَلَىٰ قَرِيَةٍ وَهِيَ خَاوِيَةٌ عَلَىٰ أُرُوشِهَا قَالَ أَنَّ يُحْيِي هَذِهِ اللَّهُ بَعْدَ مَوْتِهَا فَأَمَاتَهُ اللَّهُ مِيَةَ عَامٍ ثُمَّ بَعَثَهُ قَالَ كَمْ لَبِثْتْ قَالَ لَبِثْتُ يَوْمًا أَوْ بَعْدَ يَوْمٍ قَالَ بَلْ لَبِثْتَ مِيَةَ عَامٍ فَانْظُرْ إِلَىٰ تَعَامِكَ وَشَرَابِكَ لَمْ يَتَسَنَّهُ وَانْظُرْ إِلَىٰ حِمَارِكَ لِنَجْعَلَكَ عَيَةً لِلنَّاسِ وَانْظُرْ إِلَىٰ لِعِظَامِ كَيْفَ نُنْشِزُهَا ثُمَّ نَكْسُهَا لَحْمًا فَلَمَّا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ قَالَ أَعْلَمُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ Allah said, or like the one who passed by a town and it, it had tumbled down over its roofs, meaning the, this man was going somewhere on his donkey and he passed through this town and the whole place was in ruins. So this man now again, remember, this is not a relationship. He's not asking, he's not talking to Allah. He's making a statement. What is he saying? He says, how can Allah ever bring this back to life? Huh? He's not asking anything. He says, how is it possible? So in a way, it is expressing disbelief. So this can't happen. Even, even God can't do anything. It's like something like, is saying something like this. So now what does Allah do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala killed him. He says, Allah caused him to die. And he kept him there for a hundred years. And then he raised him up again. Gave him life back again. And he asked him, how long did you stay alive? How long were you dead? He said, Yawma na'abada yawma. He said, maybe a day, maybe part of a day. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, no. You remained dead for a hundred years. Look at your food and drink. The food and drink was as it was. They show no change. And he said, look at your donkey. Now this donkey now is... Bones, completely decay. What will happen to a, if it is there for hundred years? It's gone. Everything is finished, right? It's just maybe some bones. And thus, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala said, "Thus we have made a sign for you for the people. Now look at the bones. Now how we bring them together and clothe them with flesh, and so the donkey comes back alive again." When all this was clearly shown to him, he said, "I know now that Allah is able to do all things." Now you have read this ayat many times. Alhamdulillah. Did you reflect on this? Did you put yourself in that place? What do you think will happen today if we die and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings us back to life after 100 years? What will happen? Number one, you will find that nobody on the face of the earth knows you. Because your entire family is dead. Up to two generations, they are all dead. Your family is dead. Your children are dead. Your children's children are dead. No one knows you. You put your hand in your pocket for your money, your money is no good because after 100 years, God knows. Currencies have changed, what not, right? So you are destitute. Nobody knows you. You have no identity. You don't exist. But you do. That is a nightmare. That is a very, very nasty nightmare. Yes? How come that did not happen to Ibrahim alayhi salam? Because connections. Because of connections. Different strokes for different folks. A relationship with the one who has no limits to his power is a relationship of that kind. But remember, 
I remind myself and you, connections come with privileges and responsibilities. If you want to, to enjoy the privilege, you must fulfill the responsibility. Same rule in life. So now, young Ibrahim has a project. Find four different birds. Four different wild birds. He didn't go and catch four chickens. He had to find four different wild birds and train them to come to him. And you know and I know that you can't just catch a adult bird and train it. It can't be done. So what does it mean? It means that he has to go and find nests of four different species. And watch them and see when do they lay their eggs and so on and so forth. And he must get the chicks when, there are when they are fledglings. Meaning when they are almost about to fly. If he catches them too young, they probably will die. If he catches them too old, then he can't train them. He's got a whole project. So now he has to go there. Then he brings that chick to his house. What does it eat? Different birds eat different things. So he's got to figure that out. How, how, what do they eat? He can't Google that. He can't go on YouTube and watch a video on how to raise young birds, right? So now he does all that. Then he has to train them. And when he trains them, they come to him and now he's got, he's not putting a bird in a cage. He's got these four free-flying pets. So they call, they, he calls them, they come to him. Now when all of this is done, and remember, it, it takes several months, so all this won't happen over, overnight. So when all this is done now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, now slaughter them, chop them up all into pieces, mix it all up, mincemeat, and then separate it. Into portions. Now each portion has got what? It's got a head, it's got tails, it's got feathers, it's got innards, it has a feet, God knows what, right? Everything. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, take each portion on top of one hill. Now, we don't know how many hills, maybe three, four, five, whatever it was. Take it to the top of the hill, put it there. Then finally when all this is done, stand in the valley and call them. And they will come to you. Huh? When you read the Quran, just sit and reflect. Think about that. Put yourself in that place. How will you feel? If you went through this whole thing, how will you feel? What kind of fabulous feeling it must be, right? That's why every time we think of Ibrahim salam and all the tests that he passed through in his life. The fire, the Egypt and you know, all of that, the whole lot. Sometimes you wonder, how is it possible that this man was able to do all of this? It all comes down to that, this incident. Somebody who saw the khudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like this, he has no fears. He has no fears. He said, my Rabb, if my Rabb tells me slaughter my son, I slaughter. He's sitting in the cup of the trebuchet. Jibreel comes and asks him, what do you want? He said, nothing. Not from you. And he comes back again. He says, your Rabb wants to know what you want. He says, my Rabb doesn't need to ask. What does the slave want? He wants what the, what the owner wants. What do you want? I want whatever you want. You want to burn me? Labbaik. You want to save me? You know how to save me. What is there for me to ask? But all this begins with what? Ilkhala rabbu rabbuhu aslim qala aslim begins with obedience. I want to end with reminding myself and you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not some remote, all-powerful but inaccessible power. He is not. Allah is real. He is here. He is with you and me. 
He sees, he hears, he knows, he responds. He loves us and we love him. That is Islam and we are Muslim. ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار لا اله الا انت سبحانك اننا كنا من الظالمين رب اغفر وارحم وانت خير الراحمين امين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وانحاء الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عدوا يستجيب لكم ولذكر الله اكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيم السلام